What's Up Whittier? Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. Producer Christine here. Did you know that I am a dancer in the Dancing with the Whittier Stars 2019 fundraiser for the Whittier Community Foundation? Well, I am. I came in uh, two weeks ago. I think I got a phone call, like almost two weeks to the day, and from Rudy Hernandez, and now I'm doing it. I've had five rehearsals so far, and um, you know, I've had a really nice uh, frozen yogurt social at Rockies. Thank you so much to Juanita. And I just really want to take a moment of gratitude to kind of thank everybody who's really participated in helping me reach my fundraising goal. In case you don't know, Dancing with the Whittier Stars is a fundraiser where you raise uh, at least $2,500 um, to you know participate. And it's for the Whittier Community Foundation. And the Whittier Community Foundation is a local Whittier nonprofit, and they support many like events and activities for instance they supported the kaboom activity at broadway park which was building the new park they bought um you know they helped support the swat team recently i went to their most recent meeting and that was really cool this is why i was honored to participate in dancing with the whittier stars because i do believe in whittier community foundation and what they do for our community so what better way to kind of give back to the community, through the community, I want to give a personal thank you to all of these people who either like you've sent me Venmo, you are a corporate sponsor, you know, you're, I'm just super grateful. So here we go. Thank you to Fernando Lopez. He's actually running for city council in district one. So thank you so much for your support, Fernando. Thank you to Colonia Group and support of the WIPA radio station. Thank you guys. Thank you, um, Henry Tejada. He is a really cool guy, and I know him through the Bernie movement, so thank you, brother. Thank you to Claudia Prado. And Claudia also owns Shop the Runway, which is at 6704 Greenleaf Avenue. If your kids are looking for something for prom or they just got some really beautiful accessories, and, like, oh, my God, if you're if we're going to Vegas this summer, you definitely got to go there. The swimsuits are hot. And anyway, if... Or maybe, you know, you could go there, buy something for someone. There's also makeup. She got good lashes. Anyway, support Claudia. Thank you to Tina and Paul Kubasik. I work out with Tina and Paul, so I really appreciate their support so much. Thank you to Darcy Harlan, my trainer. Thank you to Tracy Nishizu. I also work out with her. Thank you to this wonderful woman from U.S. Foods. And I left your business card in the office, so when I get it, um, I'll give you a personal shout out on our Instagram. So thank you so much. I'm very grateful. I was telling her at Wake Up Whittier that I got, you know, um, asked the week before. And she's like, oh my gosh, well, I only have a $5 bill. Is that okay? And I was like, absolutely. I'm super grateful. So thank you. Thank you so much. That really makes a difference. It, it really makes a difference. It's honestly, it's what it's the difference between $2,499 and $2,500, right? Okay. So... Thank you to uh, Tracy Nishizu. I also work out with Tracy. Thank you so much to Cindy from Taco Nazo in Bellflower. Shout out to them. Guys, Cindy is really awesome, you guys. She's great. Thank you so much. Women empowering women right there. Thank you to Ale Gallego. She is a family friend and really big, like, women supporting women. I love it. Thank you to Chris Alvarado 
Uh, we went to college together, and we also live in Whittier. I love it. Thank you to Brenda from Pup Town Dog Boutique. You can follow her on Instagram. She makes the cutest little doggy accessories. So they, um, it's so cute because she did an Easter collection, right? And so she was posting all of these photos of all of her clients wearing the bows. And oh my God, if you just want to feel good about looking at dogs, you should follow Pup Town Dog Boutique. And thank you so much to Brenda Mendoza from Sleepy Teepee. I really, really do appreciate her support. Brenda is another women empowering women. And it's really cool because I've met all of, like, when I say women empowering women, it's because I have met these women at, like, like women empowerment events through networking. So it's it's really cool. Those things, those types of events are really worth it, people. It's like, if you're into networking or even if you're a little shy, once you start networking, it's great. Um, thank you to the Cohen family, which is uh, my uncle Dennis, Aunt Stephanie, cousins Amy, Sam, and Jeffrey. Thank you so much to Juanita and Robert Velasco. I, you guys, I really appreciate you so much. In case you didn't know, Juanita is the awesome owner of uh, Rocky's Frozen Yogurt. So, and again, thank you to Rocky's Frozen Yogurt, who is also a corporate sponsor. So, I'm super grateful for you, Juanita. And we also hosted the Frozen Yogurt Social there. So, thank you so much. And I know this is taking a long time, everybody, and you really want to get to the interview. And um, but this is a moment to express my gratitude. And if you also want to contribute to the cause, let me know. You can follow me at the Singing Moon on Instagram and send me a personal message, or you can go on Venmo and look up at Christine singer hyphen luna send me something um and i'll talk a little bit more about that and i just want to give a special shout out thank you to all of my corporate sponsors who all came together and we are buying a half page ad in the program thank you guys so much thank you to again juanita from rocky's frozen yogurt she's just the best everybody has to go to rocky's frozen yogurt it is um it is just like in the most perfect frozen yogurt small town shop that Whittier is proud to have so thank you Juanita and everybody should go check out at Rocky's frozen yogurt on Instagram thank you to Remo the realtor who Remo thank you so much for everything I probably wouldn't even be doing this show without your support in the first place um Remo was the one who said okay let's make a meeting about doing a podcast so Thank you, Remo. Thank you so much to Jesse, and I really wouldn't be here without you either because your office is where I do most of my work from. So thank you so much, Jesse. You too. I mean, I really wouldn't be here without you. You and Remo have been such great supporters of mine. Um, I'm going to get emotional, but I'm not going to. Thank you guys really so much. Um, obviously, I wouldn't be representing What's Up Whittier without you guys, um, my partners in What's Up Whittier. So thank you. And also, Jesse, an extra special thank you because you also bought raffle tickets that we uh, gave away at the Frozen Yogurt Social, and you were also there to support. So thank you again. Thank you so much to Eva Macias. You guys can check out Eva Macias' Wealthy Wednesday every Wednesday at 7 p.m., Eva taught me about abundance, so I am very grateful for her. And, you know, she's always very giving, and, you know, I've learned so much just by working with her, and um, I'm very grateful to know her. So thank you so much for your support, Eva. Thank you so much to James from JO3 underscore virtual underscore golf. Did you know that virtual golf is coming to Uptown Whittier at the Knotted Apron? Well, why don't you go over, follow James on Instagram, at, and again, that's at JO3 underscore virtual underscore golf, so you can learn a little bit more about what's coming up uh, with virtual golf. This is like for beginners, um, you know, if you just want to hang out 
at the Naughty Apron because first of all, Naughty Apron's cool. And if you just want to kind of book it for a private party, you can do that. So head on over to Instagram and follow at jo3 underscore virtual underscore golf. Thank you to my dear friend Carla, Carla Morell. Uh, doc, soon to be Dr. Carla Rodriguez Morel. I'm so proud of her. Thank you so much, Carla. She is from Camino Counseling Center on, located at 14408 East Whittier Boulevard. So if you want more information, you can go to the website CaminoCounseling.com. Thank you so much to Marissa from Cielo Beauty Bar. You can visit Marissa at Cielo Beauty Bar, which is located on Greenleaf Avenue, right next to Mimo's, a little bit north of Philadelphia beautiful place um i like to go there for my tanning services um and waxing services and like nail services and everything that she does i may be getting um what's that a lash lift or something that looks really cool so thank you so much marissa for your support marissa's also been a big supporter marissa actually supported me before remo and jess it's not it's not a contest but marissa supported me by being on my first podcast that i produced called dr Otzi. so thank you marissa for all of your support all this time later Thank you so much to my friend Kirk for all of your support. Kirk is a really good friend. Not only is has he contributed in like buying a shirt and um, you know just own personal donations, he is the operations manager of United Service Solutions in Santa Fe Springs. So thank you so much, Kirk, for your support in this manner. Thank you. Thank you so much to Albert from Sage Restaurant and Lounge. I've known Albert for a few years now. I know him through the Bernie movement. Um, he's Canadian, so he doesn't really have a stance on who should be president, but that's a different story. Uh, thank you so much, Albert, for your support. And last but not least, I want to give big thanks to my favorite, I mean, it's not a contest, but this guy is my favorite. It's my dad. Thank you, dad, from MS Locksmith. If you need a locksmith, give a call to 562-762-6859. He is a mobile locksmith in the city of Whittier. He does not work on cars, but you know, if you need a key made, you can just don't go to a machine. Support my dad. It's like two bucks and he'll make it for you. Um, he can do stamped ones that say do not duplicate. He can do like locks. I don't know. If you, you need a locksmith, call my dad, Mark Singer, MS Locksmith at 562-762-6859. Again, thank you so much. My heart is full with gratitude for all of your support. Thank you guys. So next I want to give a big thanks to people who bought tickets. So thank you so much to Frank Perez. Um, Frank is a really cool guy. I am selling tickets for $50 each. The show again is on May 8th at 7 p.m. And that includes uh, dinner, unlimited beer and wine, and a cool show. And you get to see me dance the international rumba to Girl on Fire. Thank you so much to Whittier Woodworks for your generous donation of a three-foot long charcuterie board. So what is a charcuterie board? Well, you can take it to parties. I love making charcuterie boards. You can put nuts and cheeses and uh, it's really nice. And like charcuterie, which is um, cured meats and salted meats. So that's really nice. Each raffle ticket is $5 a piece. So if you're interested, um, send me a personal message and let me know. Thank you to the following for participating. Thank you to my girl Crystal at The Pumping Pinup. Thank you to at Matt's Crazy Barbecue. Thank you to Noah Hardiman. Thank you to Chris Hardiman for taking his kids out to go to Rocky's Frozen Yogurt. And you guys, um, I had raffles of a raffle ticket and they won a raffle ticket for the uh, Whittier Woodworks. So that was really cool. So thank you guys for coming on down. Thank you so much to Anna Romero. Bridge, the president of Bridge of Faith, who is also a past podcast guest. So thank you guys so much for your support. 
So like I mentioned, I had a yoga fundraiser on April 14th and I'm going to have another one on April 28th. So that's going to be at 6704 Greenleaf Avenue, AKA Shop the Runway. My girl Claudia's shop. Thank you so much Claudia again for your support. And, and Melanie Salas. Melanie is our yoga instructor. So that'll be at 9.30 in the morning. So I just want to thank these women for coming out that first time. And it was literally like two days notice. So thank you so much. Thank you so much to my little sister Megan who brought her friend Nat. And thank you Claudia. Claudia didn't even have to like donate, you know, but she did anyway. And I love you friend. Thank you so much to Tony. She came out. She is my Instagram friend and now we're like real life friends. So I really love how that happens. So that is a $15 donation and our next one will be on April 28th. Thank you to the community for your support. This is a really cool raffle. Uh, you know, one of our followers reached out. His name is Crazy Matt's Famous Barbecue at Crazy Matt's Barbecue on Instagram. And uh, this is what he donated. Three large family pack dinners. Yeah, you heard me right. Three of them. So what does that come with? It comes with smoked beef tri-tip, three racks of baby back ribs, barbecue chicken, mac and cheese, barbecue beans, and potato salad. Do you have a family reunion coming up? What do you say? Mother's Day? Father's Day is coming up? Alrighty, he will totally do it for you. 48 hours notice on all orders. This is only a $10 raffle. And uh, if you purchase five tickets for $50, then you'll get an additional. So five or $50 for six tickets. And I want to thank the following people for contributing to this raffle. Thank you so much to Pete Rodriguez. And uh, Pete is a really cool guy. He actually told me that, you know, if he wins this, then he'll do a barbecue for the kids out in Watts. And, um, you know, he really gives out a lot of his time to the community, which I also respect. So thank you so much, Pete. Thank you so much to Henry Huerta. Thank you also. And you know, Henry came out to the Yogurt Social, so which was really, really nice of him. And um, thank you so much. And his wife also bought a t-shirt. And I'll talk a little bit more about my t-shirts in a minute. So thank you so much, Henry, who I also know through the Bernie Sanders movement. Thank you so much to Ramiro Garate from Whittier Woodworks. Again, he donated um, the charcuterie board. He went to the yogurt social. He is contributing to this raffle and he bought a t-shirt. I mean, my heart is very full with gratitude. Thank you so much, Ramiro. I, I really appreciate you. So thank you so much, uh, Crazy Matt Barbecue, for that wonderful donation. Thank you so much. So this next fundraiser is a t-shirt fundraiser. It's really, really cool. And the one and only Ivy Love generously contributed her graphic design services to design this shirt. It says, Christina's my comadre. And in the middle is um, a sketch of me. It's me wearing a, a dress for dancing with the Whittier stars and their stars around. So I'm super grateful for that. And I'm even more grateful of all of my friends who have supported. Thank you so much to Crystal. She was like, the, the second I posted it, she sent me a direct message that said, two of my favorite ladies, I'm getting it. So she instantly Venmoed me. Thank you so much, Crystal. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much to Carmen at the Balloon Maven. Uh, you know, ever since we met, we had a really cool connection and we met at a women's empowerment event. So thank you so much. Thank you so much to Erica Carvajal. I met her through uh, Michael Searle Fitness. So thank you so much, Erica. You've always been a big supporter. And she's also a big Ivy Love supporter. So thank you so much for this. Thank you to April Gallegos from La Pescadora in Uptown Whittier. 
If you haven't been to La Pescadora, you should definitely go there. It's right across the street from Whittier Village Cinemas. Thank you so much to my big sister, Heidi. I appreciate you. And we you are my comadre. Literally, like, I love your daughters. So, thank you. Thank you so much to my friend Carla, who is uh, also, she's also a corporate sponsor for Camino Counseling. So, thank you so much, Carla. And we are also, like, doggy comadres. I dog sit for her. So, I love, shout out to Sunny, Nico, and Polly. I love those, love those babies. Thank you so much, Jenny Oriana of Belesme, which is a t-shirt clothing brand, which she made to empower her daughters. And I think it's so wonderful. She's also an Ivy Love supporter. And we met at an Ivy Love women in business event that I helped to coordinate with Ivy. So thank you so much, Jenny, for your support. Thank you so much to my girl, Patty Rodriguez. And it's so funny that I met her through Carla. So we all met on Carla's Bachelorette Weekend in Palm Springs. Thank you to my mom, who is actually wearing her shirt right now. I love her so much. She is not my comadre. She's my actual madre, but she was totally rocking it right now. Thank you, mom. And thank you to Fernando Lopez, the same Fernando who's running for city council and is also a corporate sponsor. Thank you. Thank you so much to Alyssa Quevedo. She is a dear friend of mine. We went to high school together. We're still friends to this day. And she went to the Yogurt Social. And thank you so much to my girl Natalia. Natalia and I went to elementary school together. We hang out nowadays. It's pretty cool. Um, Thank you so much, ladies, for your support. And they also went to the social. Thank you to Martha Huerta. Not only did she come to the fundraiser, uh, the social, the frozen yogurt, Thank you so much to Martha Huerta. Not only did she come to the frozen yogurt social, but she and her husband, Henry, also contributed. So thank you so much um, for all of your, you know, donations. Thank you so much. I also know them through the Bernie movement, so I really do appreciate your guys' support. Again, thank you to my girl Juanita, Juanita, Juanita. So I'm super grateful for you, Juanita. And she's also, I actually met Juanita through Ivy. So it's, it's super cool that networking, this is where it takes you, right? Thank you so much to my girl Brenda Mendoza of at Sleepy TP. Thank you to Cindy from Taco Nazo. And thank you so much to Emily. Okay, this is really, really cool because I know Emily through my nail lady. I don't know if you guys remember our Social Media Sunday podcast episode that we did uh, way back in November. But we interviewed Ambi Nails and Nugs. And she does my manicures. And we're all in the same group chat. And she's like, girl, I see you hustling out there. And this is really cool. Um, I, how do I support you? Can I Venmo you? And I sent her my Venmo and she totally came through. So thank you, Emily, for your support. Alrighty, everybody. So with that, I am on my way to reaching my goals and thank you so much for all of your support. I still have tickets for sale. Tickets are $50 and just I totally talked about all my fundraisers. If you didn't have a chance to jot all of it down, don't worry. You can go to um, my website, christinesingerluna.com. I'll post all of that information there. And then I will also uh, post it in the show notes. And follow me on Instagram, at The Singing Moon. And follow me on uh, Facebook. You can like the page, Christine Singer Luna. And I'll post some of the details there. So thank you again, everybody, for your support. I'm very, very grateful. Thank you so much for downloading this podcast, which is um, how I even got into this in the first place. So again, thank you so much. And uh, now back to the podcast. What's up, Whittier? Jesse, get off your phone. No, no, man. I, (laughs) I got all the info here, man. Oh, look here. Remo. How's your day going, by the way, man? 
of my day. My day's good, Jesse. It's a little warm now, so it's uh, not used to it. By the way, man, this did uh, on Sunday we had uh, no, it's not Sunday, Saturday. This past Saturday, Saturday man. Yeah. Your Easter egg hunt that was awesome, man. Oh yeah, that's right. Did you you had a cooking that that day? They get just killed it. Yeah. So thank you, Jesse. We had a <laughs> our, our, we had a client appreciation event. Oh and, yeah, thanks for the invite. Yeah. And Jesse was he see, cooked all see, the hamburgers. See, I got the invite, but I got it. Through. Yeah, I, I was Jesse. Can you be the cook? <laughs> can you man the grill and cook hamburgers and hot dogs for? 80, 90 people that That's we had That's a lot there. of people, man. Yeah, we had an Easter egg hunt and just a little bit to get back. The Easter Bunny made an appearance. So your kids came out. Yeah, yeah. They beat up the Easter Bunny, and I see where they, you get it from, where they get it from. Yeah. No, they had a blast, so, man. That was awesome. Yeah. It was a good cool. day, too, man. Yeah, thank you for cooking, Jesse. There you go, man. That, that was an indirect way of asking for a thank you. Exactly. <laughs> Well, who do we got, Jesse? Who's our special guest today? Well, hold on. So, so that was Sunday, and then we upcoming we have um, dancing obviously, with the weird stars. Um, right. Just just <laughs> last tapas. just oh. last week we found out that uh, our own uh, producer here, Christine, is going to be uh, part of Dancing with the Stars. Um, so she's going to be representing uh, What's Up Whittier and your. Yeah, absolutely. So um, today's date is April 18th, so I've been doing it for a week. I've already gotten like a third of my fundraising goal, which I'm very thankful and grateful for. All of you out there, you're going to get a special shout-out in this episode, so thank you so much. But um, if you want any more information, you can go to whittiercf.org slash dancing, or you can follow me on social media at The Singing Moon, or you can go on Instagram um, and follow at What's Up Whittier. So you can learn a little bit more about sponsorship if you want to, or Heck, I'll even throw my Venmo out there, and you can slide five dollars my way. Anything, anything helps. You got a couple of raffles. That's right. That's yes, I, that's. and I do have a couple of raffles. Thank you, Remo. So, um, and these are really great because all of these people reached out to me through social media, which I'm very grateful for. Again, so shout out to Crazy Matt's Barbecue, who is um, donating a large barbecue family pack. So that includes um, like three types of ribs, uh, barbecue chicken. Uh, tri-tip and it's going to have baked beans mac and cheese and potato salad so it's like 200 value ten dollar raffle tickets if you buy five raffle tickets so 50 bucks you'll get two you'll get one for free so a free ten ten dollar ticket so whoever wins if you want to invite What's up with your crowd? Absolutely, and we'll have our winning celebratory (laughs) party catered by Jesse. Just go ahead and buy twenty tickets and like take care of this. Yeah. Well, our net wait. But I was gonna say, I mean, maybe, maybe in, in the next couple episodes before the event, we should sit down and have have that conversation of what is what are uh, dancing with the Whittier Stars. So I don't, I don't think, um, I don't think everybody knows what it is and and how, and how this works and and uh, where the money goes too, because. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a fundraiser. Absolutely. We're yeah. going to have an opportunity to talk to Rudy Hernandez and a couple go. of dancers that are going, cool. and Maria as well. Um, Rudy and Maria Hernandez are the choreographers of the event, and so we'll be talking a little bit to them about the process because I don't know if you knew this, but Rudy and Maria are the partners for everybody. So there are 12 dancers, so they have to know 12 different routines. Some of them are a little bit more simpler. And then, uh, of course, mine, because I used to do theater like, you know, 12 years ago. Um, it's a little bit more difficult with a lift. You better and all win. That. 
if, if, if you don't win, you're out. Okay, <laughs> well, this is how you win. is Whoever uh, raises the most funds is the winner. And I've only had a week, and other people have had four months. So, no um, excuses, Christine. <laughs> yeah, no excuses. I work good under pressure. Yeah. And I'll just um, announce our last raffle that we're having is a charcuterie board, three-foot-long charcuterie board. Thank you so much to Veronica and Ramiro Garate from Whittier Woodworks for you know donating that and sponsoring that. It, the value is $55, so we're selling $5 raffle tickets if you buy 10 um, for $50, and you'll get two for free, two $5 tickets for free. So kind of, you know, the idea is like if you spend $50 in raffle tickets, you'll get $10 in free raffle tickets. See, the tickets. way you tell them is you got you to gotta win the barbecue to share it on, on the, the charcuterie. Boom. Well, then you invite yeah. us over. I like that word, charcuterie. Charcuterie. Yeah. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. He's Cutting like, Christine, board. can I put in my raffle for uh, the board? The, the board. <laughs> the board. I, yeah. I don't even know how to spell it. No so. way. Not yeah. even say it. Yeah. Yeah. But so. thank you so much, guys, for letting me share a little bit about the raffle and the fundraiser for Dancing with the Whittier Stars. All right, Jesse. Let her rip. Now you got to step up, Remo. I don't let know, rip, man. Jesse. I don't know. No, so. I'll, just, I'll just buy a ticket. I, there I'm, you go. I'm not good at raffles. Appreciate it. Done. Thank you. Done. Remo, who do we intervene today, man? I'll let you. Since you didn't let me have my note today. Yeah. Well, it's with uh, Brent. Uh, Brent with Dude Be Nice. Yes, sir. Sirs. Next, and, 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 and very close by. I mean, I, I think we knocked and you walked over. Pretty much. I had no idea that you guys were literally <laughs> just cut next door tra- to our, just cut our office. Yeah. So, yes, this was quite the commute. <laughs> yeah. Stuck in traffic, man. Yeah. Brent, so uh, I guess uh, before you get a, get into what, what is do be nice, yeah. um, if you want to kind of speak or introduce yourself a little bit, and, and yeah, so my name is Brent Kamlich, and uh, I live here in Whittier. Um, grew up in Whittier, but went to college up at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, and it was kind of like I love Whittier; it's great, but uh, I'm kind of off, and honestly, never thought I'd be back to to. The homeland, but uh, you know, went off and lived all up and down the West Coast, um, and I could share a little bit more about what I was up to after college. Um, and then my wife and I ended up moving to the Seattle area, lived there for five years, bought a house, thought this is home. Um, the weather sucked, like you hear, mm-hmm. and we realized, man, we have a lot of good friends in California, and our family's down there. And so moved back, uh, took a job in L.A. a few years ago. And then when we started Dude Be Nice, it was like the same time we're about to have kids, which, by the way, is a crazy thing to do, like start a business, quit your job, have kids all at the same time. But did that. We're like, let's go back to Whittier. That's that's home. That's the hood. And uh, here we are. So we've been back in Whittier for about three years now. And you grew up here, you said. You you went to school here Grew up in the Whitwood what do they call that? The Whitwood track over there? Yeah, the shopping uh, center. Below, below the boulevard. Uh-huh. Never made it above the boulevard. Um, and uh, <laughs> so, so grew up in that neighborhood and, uh, you know, just have nothing but good memories growing up in Whittier and going to school here and uh, just playing in the streets, skateboarding, riding my bike. And uh, so it's good to be back. And you said you graduated from Lucerna, right? Yeah, I went to Lucerna High School. Um, a fun fact, a lot of people that know me in Whittier know my last name is Kamalich. And so my dad was actually the high school principal at Lucerna for 22 years. And no, so wow. he was my principal, my sister's principal, no. my wife's principal, which is crazy and strange. And So you never know. got in trouble? I got in, you know, you'd think that. I mean, I was generally a pretty good kid, but there were a couple times legitimately I had to go see, like, talk to my dad because I got in trouble. I, I mean, I didn't, like, kill anyone, so I didn't get kicked out, yeah, but yeah. it was... It was a little awkward to Well, where you're like, oh, I'm going to go see the principal, and you're like, eh, it's my dad. No, but my dad, <laughs> no, you didn't want to see my dad, especially if you were a son, because he expects would, more he from you. Would not, he was not happy. I did not get just a, a get out of jail 
yeah. free card. I, I don't know. There's some punishment involved. Some lashings yeah. that happen. That yeah. And the principal's office said, hey, yeah, he wasn't going to get in trouble for it because yeah. he's the principal. No one's going to be complaining. Yeah. See, that's the worst one, though, man, because, like, how do you call in sick? I, I, I didn't. But my sister <laughs> – I was a pretty good – I like school. I like going to school. I was, like, the yeah. kid that – I generally enjoyed it. So, yeah. like, missing a day kind of bummed me out. But my sisters, I know, got – I know one of them got busted ditching, and my dad yeah. saw her driving in his car, like up the street. <laughs> like I don't know how what the deal was, but he was. Was it pissed. dad that kicked in or principal that kicked in? B- uh, dad, I think more dad. <laughs> yeah. I think is more. Who does this kid think she is? Yeah. But they turned out all right. We all turned out okay. But definitely a unique experience for sure. No, um, I'd say it's it's like a it's a good and a bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, no, it's cool. I mean, I. I I was an entrepreneur from day one, or maybe like manipulative, because I'd be like, "Hey, Dad, Mom forgot to give me lunch money," and yeah. he'd like hook me up with a five, but I had another five in my pocket, so yeah. I was like hoarding cash, and <laughs> you know, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. Nice. Plus, being in school, like I mean, you guys are you don't have to worry about being dropped off or picked up, or I mean, you're you're yeah. golden, man. I was there, yeah, and I like my best memories growing up were, you know, because basically the year I was born, my dad became principal of Lucerna, so my life was going to football games, basketball games, oh, different nice. events, yeah. and, like, I just loved being around, like, the older kids and on campus, and it's probably part of the reason I do what I do now, because yeah. I just, like, loved that experience of being on campus. It was fun. So you, your dad would take you to school then? Uh, I don't think, he, a couple, maybe my freshman year, but um, I, I started driving pretty early, like, right away, so um, I, uh, I had saved up money, and I don't even know if I saved money. Anyway, I, I had his hand-me-down 1981 Volvo. Um, DL white, and so I, I started driving that pretty quickly. Or my sisters took me to school my freshman year. I I basically tried not to be seen. Oh, yeah, I would. Yeah. You get out. He, he walks like, one he way. He, no, he, he walked the other way. Rarely did he <laughs> take me to school like that. I I, I drew the line. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say at, at that age, it doesn't matter. You can have the the more like the worst car in the whole lot. Yeah. It could be a mom vehicle. I mean, it didn't matter. It does, I had, had a car, wheels, dude, you had and wheels. I had and I had a, a CD player that I saved up money for, and I had like a subwoofer. I was like, I'm tight. This, <laughs> this, is, this is dope. So I didn't care that it was a '81 Volvo. I mean, I'm not. I think it was great. You, you should never buy your kid a nice new car. Yeah. Like, they got to earn that. That's right. Man. What was your high school car? So I had and a couple actually. Um, that's what I'm saying. But it was cool because at that point it didn't matter what I was driving. Like everybody's like, dude, you got wheels? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. I had a I had a a, a Taurus wagon, uh, which is a mom vehicle, and then um, that means you just fit more dude, people. Dude, wagons are cool, man. <laughs> you, yeah, throw people in the back. Yeah. At that time, it was cool. After after look, thinking back, I'm like man, was I driving that thing? Yeah. And then um, and then between that and my and then my my dad handed me down his car, which is a Thunderbird newer car, nice. which is nice, man. It was just it was a big car. Though, it had the V8 like, in it. It's it a VA. Like, yeah, like, like it's fast, long, right? man. Yeah. But it was, yeah. And then, but between those two, at some point, I was driving my neighbor's car because uh, he didn't have a driver license, uh, so he had me drive <laughs> to school. But it was like a, that was a, it was a beat up like, I don't remember what the what the brand was on the car. It was a Ford something, uh, a little hatchback. Uh, but same thing, man. Like the car from the outside it was being held up by duct tape. Yeah. But the sound system on that thing, man, it was like, yeah, this guy was rolling, yeah. man. I remember my Volvo, if it ever rained, basically the brakes didn't work. I remember <laughs> sliding, going down the Cernival Boulevard, literally sliding, probably, you know, where, like, Talia's copy is yeah, yeah, on yeah. Winter Boulevard. I literally slid, like, 
probably 200 feet just right in the inter- in, through the intersection miss uh, just like right in between cars because it breaks like it just locked yeah. up and I just slide so I try not to drive when it rained good good thing we live yeah. in California yeah. Yeah. what did you drive Remo? I drove an 83 Oldsmobile Callus not oh, Cutlass I don't, know, I don't even know what a Callus not, is not Cutlass I have calluses on my hands yeah. so that's all I know and it was uh, it was gold it was my brother's hand me down I bought it for my brother for like $500 and um my my brother had taken like body shop, and he I don't know he wasn't really good at it. So there was a fender that for some reason to take the den out he drilled holes with a drill gun, <sighs> and so and he popped it out and everyone thought it was bullet shots. <laughs> so I was like the coolest yeah. toughest dude because I had a car with bullet holes yeah. and I would roll around. That's so cool. yeah, did it, did it have the little uh, like rag top on it or, or no 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 or come or on. Pl- no. I'm, huh? I'm more classy than that. <laughs> I'm just no, no, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was. I had tinted windows. It had a subwoofer as well. A My brother, we got. I gotta Google that. Yeah. I don't know what that looks like. That's yeah. funny. Ford. Wait for wait. Uh, Oldsmobile. Oldsmobile. Yeah, Oldsmobile. it's a squared kind of uh, with the shifter Oldsmobile. up here, <laughs> and so when you're downshifting, you're like you know bringing it all the way down. Oh, that's. And when you stop, the car yes. kind of did one of these. Yeah, no? my grandpa had that car. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> No man, I, that, uh, those are sweet it's cars. It's the third man. one. So that third one, that's yeah, that's what it looked like. Sweet, that's funny. Yeah, that was uh, that was a G ride back in back in the days. So and the it, two doors, man, that's just the worst. No, ours, uh, mine was four doors. Oh, four doors, yeah. nice. The, the window only went down. Uh, we could start it now. The window only went down halfway in the back. So if you were like in the back seat, you could only get like this much. Speed. Oh. <laughs> so. Anyways, all right. Let's, which is better than what we had, man. That's a whole segment just talking about people's first cars. I, I agree. Like, yeah. And the memories they have in them. I got all yeah. sorts of memories. I crashed that car. It saved my life, actually. The Volvo, good thing they're safe. Crashed on Beach Boulevard when I was uh, 16. Not a good day. Yeah. <laughs> Principal Leo was not happy about that. Brakes. And I didn't have cell phone then, but <laughs> it was because my brakes. I, I rear-ended and sent like, that's ah, a bad day. Two people to the hospital. It was not oh, good. Yeah. Oh, man. No one died, so we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, I mean, the Volvos are heavy cars. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're not just, stopping, what's stopping yeah. you is going to get nailed pretty just, bad. Yeah, I just wasn't paying attention, talking to my buddy. And yeah. 16. 16. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Fun stuff, man. Um, you, you mentioned uh, you mentioned that your, uh, your wife also was yeah. here. And, I mean, Yes, everybody my, around you is pretty much. Uh, still were you guys high hometown? school sweethearts? No. So my wife is Jamie. She uh, maiden name was Jamie Lawrence, and she. Um, I actually I've known her since third grade. We were um, no went, to pre, went to preschool together. She didn't know it, but and I, I say this, I'm not joking. She was like one of my first crush, crushes that I remember. Wow. I just remember her, and I swear that that's the truth. She doesn't remember me, obviously. <laughs> they, but, never, uh, they never, they never do. do. Yeah. But then we went to high school together, and we were just good friends. Ran with the same crew um i was a year older than her and i kind of we never dated or anything we were just friends and i went off to college she did her thing and then we reconnected after college it was like oh hey this makes sense cool in whittier or in Um, seattle i so after college i actually beach bummed it for a year down in san clemente worked for a youth summer camp and uh surfed and just hung out and uh she ran into one of my friends, and I got her number from him. It, I actually prank called her, believe it or not. To, to like, <laughs> she didn't know I was calling her. It was just like fun. Before joke. caller ID. And yeah, before <laughs> caller ID, and she almost hung up and then finally told her who I was. And then, like, the next day, we started hanging out. That was it. Kind of crazy. Wow. Yeah, so that was when we were like, I don't know, God, we've been married 10 years. So we were only, like, 24, 25, something like that. Yeah. 
crazy. And and you guys were and was she here in Whittier too, or she was, was li- she? she was living in Whittier, going to school at Long Beach State to okay. become a teacher. So she was commuting. I was living in San Clemente, so she she used to work at Roadhouse Grill, and so I'd come down here to hang out with her and get free breadsticks, and then she'd nice. cruise out to San Clemente and hang out with me. So it was cool, but it was fun because we had so many of the same mutual friends, you know. Yeah, so yeah, it wasn't yeah. like there was no awkwardness. awkwardness like, oh, yeah. here's my best friend. Yeah. I'd be, yeah. I, I like her best friend. Literally <laughs> grew up, grew up across you. the street, basically from yeah. me. Nice. So that's crazy, man. Yeah. So Whittier just kind of does that, man. Small town. And again, in terms of obviously all your traveling around, uh, yeah. you know, out of all the cities that you've been to, like what brings you back to Whittier? I mean, because community, yeah. you know, like it just feels like home. There's so, like I had, I had a, I mean, I had a good experience growing up in Whittier, and I want the same for my kids. And we have a lot of friends here, um, family still here. So just like when you go away, there's things that you miss. That, you know, you take for granted. Like I. We didn't have friends. We could just be on a Sunday say, hey, cruise over for a barbecue. Like, come hang out or whatever. We had friends up there. They're still going to be lifelong friends, but it's just different, you know? It's just different. And so I think we just had this, like, calling to come back to where we grew up. And, you know, we both had good experiences with schools and everything here. Mm -hmm. So why not give that to our kids, too? And I think it's the same feeling that we've heard from a couple of people we've interviewed is that they chose Whittier uh, because it's a place where you can raise family, and it's kind of like a, a, a family-friendly environment or city. Yeah. Um, and uh, which schools, is cool, are, schools are great. Yeah. I mean, you, like all the elementary schools in like the East Whittier mm-hmm. district, like you can't go wrong. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'd be happy with them in any of those schools or middle schools or high schools. So nice. that's pretty unique. Very cool. So what is uh, what is dude be nice? What is dude be nice? I'll give you like the like what it is, how we define it, but I think it's more important probably just to like understand how we got there, you know, because yeah. yeah, sure, it's kind of just on the surface. It, there's just more to the story. That, sure. um, so what, what we are today, and we've evolved. If anybody has a business, it's like most people know that kind of who you are kind of evolves with the market and as you discover yourself. And so um, as it stands today, Dude Be Nice is what we call an experiential platform. We're kind of a lifestyle brand built to inspire people to treat themselves and others better and we do that mostly through video content that's kind of how people know us we tell stories we travel all over the nation now all over the world kind of sharing stories that uplift other people's stories and kind of we we highlight people that you know ultimately i think every person wants to embody in some way because they're amazing people they may not be famous they may not be rich or whatever um we share their stories and that kind of trickles has trickled down to organizations, people being like, I want to be a part of this vibe, this brand. Mm-hmm. And so um, schools, organizations across the country now use our brand as like the backbone of their culture. So let's say let's start in high school is like, hey, or even more recent example, example, Ocean View Elementary. They're like, we want dude to be nice to be like what we're known for or Leffingwell or Murphy Ranch, all these elementary schools. So th- we've developed resources. So schools, organizations, maybe a CrossFit gym, a uh, uh, Google can make dude be nice kind of like their cultural calling card. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, from a business standpoint, how we, how we make money is we have sponsors that sponsor our content. We have these stories that have reached now millions of people that brands like Red Robin or other big brands are like, we want to be a part of that. And then we also sell people are like, well, I want a shirt that says dude be nice, or I want something that like brings it together. So we sell a lot of different merch and, and like stickers and that kind of stuff nationwide and worldwide now to people that are like, I want to be a part of this thing. So that's kind of dude be nice as it stands, you know, 
high-level experiential platform built to inspire people built to inspire people to treat themselves and others better but um how did you guys get there yeah how did we get there that's that's it's really this is really i tell people this this brand's a culmination of like my life experiences really um and you know the people that work with us my wife my wife works with us now she used to be a teacher she works with us and um, a lot of people know veronica from from the dude be nice team um it's I, my career, I mean, I, my career started in journalism where I was like a television news producer. And, um, if you've watched the news lately, world kind of sucks. It seems Mm -hmm. like, right. And I was responsible as like a 21 year old kid, my, to tell these stories of like all the negative crap that's happening in the world. That was my job. Right. I was behind the scenes for CBS, like 21 years old. Like this is, this is my dream job, but I got like totally burned out. Like what am I doing? Like I was looking forward to other people's really bad days. And so I was like, I want to do something more meaningful. I'd worked for like a summer camp when I was in high in college and done youth leadership type of stuff. So I went and worked for a summer camp. I had a relationship with that parlayed into working for the San Francisco 49ers, one of their agencies that does marketing, met someone there that brought me up to Seattle, T-Mobile. And then through that relationship, I came back down and worked for a digital marketing agency in, in LA. So all these experiences, I learned what I like, what I don't like. What I like is working with young people, which I get to do a lot with Dude Be Nice, too. Telling stories, I did that at the news station, but the news station was not very fulfilling not for, a news, yeah. reason, for a lot of different well, reasons. For a lot of different reasons. And it's only gotten worse, obviously. Yeah. That was a long time ago. And that's the, the good story is the last 30 seconds. Yeah. And it's a quick segment yeah. of... And everyone's already zoned out. Yeah. yeah, it's funny how we do that, right? It's like, okay, we all know, we all knew in that business, we're going to bum people out for 28 minutes. Yeah. So we're going to, the last two minutes, we're just going to say something good about yeah. the world. Yeah. Um, and three, I, the whole idea of building a brand is interesting. So that's how Dude Be Nice was born. I was like, okay, I've got all these experiences. I know what I want the world to be more like. I know what I want to be more like, even though I'm not perfect and I'm can still not perfect in this journey. But like, very end of the day like we're just like give people respect and listen and talk to each other that will heal heal so many of our problems and what if we create this brand that like does that so that's kind of the that's kind of the journey (laughs) to to this but it's you know it sounds kind of like a fairy tale but anybody who's had their own business knows it's hard you know when i started this it was like um i'm gonna quit my job we're gonna be good i had money saved up in the banks that i'd worked hard for i'm gonna use that money as needed and then that money depleted very quickly. I wasn't taking a paycheck for like two years trying to make this thing happen. So it's been hard. It's been a hard journey, but it's been pretty cool to see where we're at. So, so what does a normal day or week look like? Is it more content creation? Is it more connecting with the, the sponsors yeah, to pay the bills? Yeah, good, good question. So it's all those things. I, I've been – so it's what, what day? It's April something right now. I've been uh, – last week was the first five consecutive days that I was home, like at my, in the office at home since January. So traveling. And so most of the time I'm on the road and when I'm on the road, I'm either creating a video, like telling someone else's story. Um, I'm speaking at a school, like kind of evangelizing what dude be nice is. How do you make it your thing? Or I'm out like selling what we do, who we are. And so I've in the last, in the last three months I've traveled, I think like 35,000 I've flown like 35,000 miles. I've gone to uh, probably like 10 states. I, I'd have to look back at my calendar, but I, I've been to the Dominican Republic, Africa. Oh, we were in Ghana, Africa, filming a new story. Um, 
and everywhere in between in the U.S. I was in Dallas two weeks ago, Chicago before that, Wisconsin. I don't even remember. So it's just it's out there building the brand and uh, you know telling people who we are. And where does the name Dude Be Nice come from, though? Like, like how, how the logo you... name? Actually, people always assume I created it. I didn't. Um, Dude Be Nice. I was actually, when I was working at a marketing agency in L.A., I, uh, <laughs> I was trying to start another little side hustle with my uncle. It was actually a men's underwear brand. Anyway, that's a long, old another story. <laughs> uh, we thought it was, was going to be like men's underwear for like that every guy kind of thing not just like you don't have to have a ripped body or whatever yeah. so we're gonna have like models of all shapes and sizes yeah. it's gonna be fun but in that the designer we hired to help us was wearing a shirt dude be nice and it turned and he's like i was like what is this and he's like oh you know I'm, i've sold a few shirts it's part of kind of my larger line it's part of my like assortment and i was like dude that's awesome and he's like i'd love some help and so how it started was i was kind of helping him and then realized started putting my own money time and just kind of fell in love with this brand and so it was kind of either we came to a point where it's like okay either this is like i need to run with this thing or you know it's going to just be dead because i'm spending too much time and money and effort and mm -hmm. so um he he kind of passed the torch to me and that's where it, that's where it was born but the I, when it started it was just a t-shirt company and it's now it's become t-shirts part of what we do but really it's a platform But, but what's the meaning behind, like, the phrase, dude, be nice? Like What I loved about it is, like, everyone gets it. It's disarming. It, it's not just for guys, not just for girls. Like, dude has become a very gender-neutral term. Like, you mm -hmm. can call her a dude, him a dude, that pencil a dude, like, whatever. Dude. Everything's a dude. Or, like, dude, this coffee. Dude, why aren't you working today when you're talking to your yeah. coffee maker? Whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I just thought it was, like, disarming. It wasn't, like, too judgy, like just be nice or, or be nice. I don't know. There's just something about it. That I was like, mm -hmm. that's like a perfect lifestyle. It's cool. People yeah. get it. People remember it. Like as a marketer, I saw the reaction I had. And anytime you walk down the street wearing a dude, be nice shirt, you get a reaction. Yeah. It, it's always positive. It's that's cool. That's funny. That's yeah. whatever. And I was like, that's, or, and that's it reminds cold. someone to be nice. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and honestly, honestly, like I had the reaction. It's like when I, when I was wearing it first, I was like, I can't be, can I cuss? Sure. I can't I, it's hard to be an ass when you're <laughs> wearing this shirt yeah. you like it reminds you to like yeah. treat people up. but being nice you, yeah. sometimes you have to work at it you know yeah. like yeah. and you end up you know there's a lot of benefit from it so yeah the accountability is definitely high when you're wearing a be nice shirt mm -hmm. and you're mm -hmm. being mean <laughs> you know? totally someone's gonna look at you be like, yeah, uh, like read your this shirt. doesn't match yeah. I mean and I get it like yeah. my wife would be like Do you remember what company you're the CEO of yeah. when I'm being a jerk? And I'm yeah. like, yes, okay, I'm working on it. <laughs> so it's not, this yeah. isn't for perfect people. It's just yeah. for people that are like, all right, the world needs more of this, like yeah. kindness and, and inclusivity um, and gratitude. And that's all it is, you know? And people, I think people want it and we desperately need it more than ever. So when you're saying that you go and speak to like schools about, uh, you know, the yeah. message, what, what is what a I message? Speak? Like, my, so, When I go to speak to schools, it's not like I don't really share. It's not a promotional tool in in a sense. Like it's not just like this is dude be nice and what we do. I share my story. I talk about how I have how my words and actions have negatively impacted people in life, and they positively. And you kind of get to choose what story you want to tell and what brand you want to build for yourself. And so that's kind of the challenge I I give to people. It's pretty honest and just open about. You know, it's not like Mr. This dude be nice guy like, comes in and it's just like preach kindness. And no, it's like I've been a jerk. 
and here's how it's impacted people. I've been pretty cool to people. Here's how it's impacted people. What direction do you want to go? And so that's kind of my message. And then when I have more opportunity to talk, I talk about the journey of like building business and all those things that are, you know, not necessarily taught very well in school. So when a school contacts you to come and do some kind of campaign for them, like what does that what does that look like? Um, So my wife's kind of become the community relations director per se, and uh, so they contact her and just say, hey, we. We we want this brand to kind of be infused in our school culture, and they contact her, and it's they like book me. She's kind of like my agent at the same time, and like books me as a speaker. You know, and it's not just schools. I've spoken at um, this year. I spoke recently at a like a billion dollar uh, medical company, like pharmaceutical company called Abvi, or I've spoken at like big teacher conferences or whatever. So um, it kind of varies, and I, I change up what I say. But uh, you know, people think. People think, oh, you're such a natural. It's so easy. But, like, I think it's important for people to know. Like, it's, it, I, it weighs heavily on me. Like, I have a lot of anxiety and it, angst and it, you know, it's still pretty uncomfortable. I love it. I love being up on stage and doing that and having an impact. But, you know, it's not just, like, an easy thing for me, which I hope people understand, like, doing things that are uncomfortable are often good for you, you know? That's where growth happens Yeah, when you do those yeah. uncomfortable things. I mean, even this, doing, like, a podcast, I do this kind of stuff a lot, and it's been awesome, but, like, I still, like, I care so much about, like, having, adding some sort of value to someone's life right. in these moments. I put a lot of pressure on myself, and it, like, still, you know, is anxiety-inducing. And I think it's, I think people need to talk more about that because everyone, you know, thinks they're so weird when they're in these situations when it's normal. So are you the one doing all the speaking? Yeah. So my the goal is to – my goal would be to have like kind of like a network of people that share their stories because I'm one guy and I don't connect with some people the mm-hmm. way someone else might. So kind of long-term vision would be to have, you know, people that look different than me, come from different places, mm-hmm. um, you know, more women be a part of kind of what we do, sharing their own story but through Dude Be Nice. That's kind of the long-term vision. Um, but the cool thing is we get to tell these – create all these videos and stories that um that get to feature a lot of different people as well and so that's kind of part of what we do but the videos is really how most people know about us i there's one i saw that where where you guys um and i don't know if you can kind of speak more about this too is that you guys actually um i don't want to say kind of promote i don't know what the right word is but you're essentially showcasing there you go showcasing uh, an individual who I think he was a school janitor, mm-hmm. custodian, um, yeah, or the custodian, yeah. Where um, again, you talked to you, you guys did like an interview of students and staff, yeah. and they all kind of say good things about the person and how this person deserves, you know, this recognition. Yeah. Um, and and at the end, you guys do like a surprise, yeah, surprise, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, talk about that. Like, what? How is that part of do be nice? Uh, yeah. So I think I mentioned when we first started, it was like t-shirt company. But I've always had. I love. Vi- I used to create videos before YouTube was a thing, and you know, creating videos is like a passion of mine. Stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I always knew that would be a part, play some part of what we do, but I didn't know it would become like the main part. So. I was convinced. I was like, yeah, Dude Be Nice is cool. Like people, maybe it's even gimmicky to some people. But if we really want this to be a brand, we've got to give it depth, right? And so um, so what we did was start – I had this idea actually when I was still working in corporate America, not even knowing that I'd be doing this someday, to – I saw people like protesting on the street about something. They could be 
could be a great cause, whatever. It didn't matter what they're protesting. But oftentimes when we protest, it's like because you're you're mad about something, you want mm-hmm. change, and that's fine, and it can work. But I was like, what if? How cool would it be if you showed up at like I don't know your favorite Starbucks and the barista behind the counter that's always really cool? Like, what if we like showed up there and did like a positive protest and like held up signs of like. Uh, Sally's amazing or whatever. Like, how cool would that be? So I had that idea years ago. And so when Dude Be Nice started, I was like, how cool would it be to get, like, kids involved in celebrating people that are not, again, famous, rich, on the cover of magazines, whatever, but, you know, embody this brand and are just awesome. And everyone has those people. Like, at every yeah. school, every, there's that coach or, or, or custodian or crossing guard that's, like, made an impact. And... I don't know. It's like I, I was starting to feel like sick of like, why do we keep uplifting all these this negative crap? Let's talk about these people. And so a few years ago, I contacted a school. I was like, hey, I want to do this thing at Loera High School in Anaheim. I had a friend uh, that teaches there. And I talked to the keys like, come talk to my kids about this. They're like, yes, we have this awesome woman that runs this taco shop across the street. She's super sweet. And we did that. We did like a positive protest. We showed nice. up, hundreds of kids, signs, fil- cool. filmed it, put it on YouTube. And, like, I was like, this is going to go viral. Like, this is our – it's so cool. Like, I saw the emotion of people. And um, and I remember it got, like, I don't know, 500 views or something. And and I was, like, super bummed because I'm like, this is what the world needs. Mm-hmm. So I was just committed. I'm like, we're going to keep doing this, keep doing this. And that 500 views has now turned into, like, 50 million. And it's cool wow. because we get to get kids involved in some community type of event. You know, they're doing this cool event. We film it. It's it's creative, kind of fulfills my desire to tell these stories. And uh, so now, you know, we've done about 25 of those episodes. You know, 50 million people plus have watched these things. And now we just get to do more and more of that. And hopefully it becomes even bigger. Did that answer your question? Kind of. It does. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say that, I mean, you talk about like how that has an impact mm-hmm. on, on a lot of levels. I mean, you know, one of those things that they say is like, if you want people to, um, if you want people to smile back at you, if you want people to smile at you, you got to smile at them first, right? right. And they, mm-hmm. it's kind of like that contagious, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, a smile is contagious, right? Yeah. Um, and it's exactly what you're saying, yeah. what you guys are doing is that now you're kind of, one giving recognition to that person who's doing good for the community but it's also going to give that person that kind of extra energy extra totally. boost to continue doing what they're doing yeah. and even raise it a notch right and, and, and people and people that are watching here saying you know what i have the same person in my life yeah. that maybe they don't think about you know you go through life so fast yeah. and yeah. you you know you don't pay attention to the custodian or the person that helps with this or helps with that but i think videos like that allow you to slow down and say yeah. you know what i appreciate what what where i'm at exactly today yeah. and probably the thing we're most proud of is now like we get so many inquiries come to my school come to my community we just yeah. can't you know be yeah. everywhere but the coolest thing now is literally every day you know we're getting tagged on instagram or facebook or whatever where people are creating we call it the dude be nice project they're creating their own dude be nice projects for yeah, their, that's really and cool. we see it in the news is is covering it it's so it's co- like yeah. it's this cool trickle down that's happened yeah. because we started this thing that no one really watched at first and now it's like i mean schools from the dominican republic to you know seattle are doing these projects and so i mean that's the coolest thing of yeah. all this like whether whether this works out and you know since we sustain this business for 50 years or it dies tomorrow i can look back and be like that was that's pretty cool yeah. So for the person that's listening and and they put out that first video, second video, 
what allowed you to keep going? I, maybe stubbornness. I, I, I think when I, I quit my job and I just like, I, I feel like it, we can't lose, you know, like I, we just have to keep going. Like we've just put so much into it. I mean, there, if there weren't consistent signs that were always like, you're on the right track, meaning like people saying they're impacted or the YouTube comments or some, somebody wearing our shirt or whatever, like, you know, at some point you got to be like, all right, maybe this isn't the right thing. But I think there's just always, there's always like something that tells me like, okay, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And like to my demise sometimes, because even when it's really tough and I'm just like, I just want to go back and get just a job and kind of have benefits and all the things that I used to have healthcare (laughs) and like a consistent paycheck. Um, I don't know. There just continues to be these cool moments. Every time I feel like that, I swear, you know, and, and I believe in God and like, I think there, there's some there's this bigger thing out there looking after me and my best interests. And I feel like every time I'm like down, you know, it's like, you know, God has my back and it's like, all right, I'm going to keep rolling. Was there a turning point or maybe something happened that you said, you know what? I think we got something here. There were a lot of moments. I mean, I remember, I remember like one of the first times we ever like brought t-shirts to an event with a bunch of youth and like we sold out and I was like counting money like on the floor and I was like, people like this. You know, that was a sign where I was like, okay, this is, this is real. Um, and then I think the first time we had a video kind of go viral, that, that was like a payoff. Like, oh, did we could really do this thing. We could really do this, but you know, we're still, we're still figuring it out, but it's been a pretty, pretty wild ride. Where do you see it going? Um, our, our number one goal is to tell more stories. And, you know, uh, from a business standpoint, we're just looking for partners that are kind of like-minded. Like, we have a big partnership with Red Robin, the burger joint. Um, they sponsor a lot of our projects. So our goal is to find more Red Robins in the world. They're like, hey, we love what you're doing. We want to be a part of this. We want to put our stamp on it. And, um, you know, because then that allows everything to trickle down and inspire more people to do this thing that we're trying to promote. So... Five years from now, I hope to be. I hope to have multiple kind of video episodic type of series, um, and continue to do a lot of like youth centered type of events all over the the world. That's the goal. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have partnerships with any of the local like nonprofits or I mean Boys and Girls Club? Anything? We've we've worked. We don't have like partnerships per se, yeah. but we you know like we I spoke at the Boys and Girls Club in Whittier a couple years ago, and we right. did a, a couple cool events there. Um, and we've worked with a lot of different nonprofits that have like sponsored us to come into their communities, like in Wassa, Wisconsin, for example, like random all, all over yeah. the place. You wouldn't believe where I've been. It's crazy. Um, so we don't have like a partnership per se. There, there's a, uh, an organization called um, Active Minds that we donate money to um, mm-hmm. that promotes mental health awareness, um, but nothing like a really super official. Is there anybody that you you're kind of setting your eye on? Is that brands? Yeah, like you say, man, this would be a, a great like either partnership. Jesse's trying to plug or himself or synergy right or yeah. something like that. You know, like like. Have you ever heard of uh, Remo the, the Realtor? We're going to get, <laughs> we're gonna get some do money it. from him. Let's do it. Uh, uh, he bought his checkbook today. Yeah, so. yeah, I got yeah. Let's. We need a sponsorship. We'll put hard. your face on everything. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of big brands that I love. Like, I'd love to work with a brand like Patagonia, right, that's, like, yeah. all about, you know, sustainability. If they were like, we want to, you know, do a collab with you, I'd be like, that's that's dope. Um, but there's big and, brands. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. is there any, like, like synergy-wise that you would say, you know what, we would complement each other in that Yeah, sense? I mean, I think, I think we would complement any brand that's looking to, like, 
say, hey, we care about making a positive impact at a very cliche level. So mm-hmm. any brand like that, you know, whether it be, um, gosh, we used to have a list of like all the brands we'd love to work with. I mean, even there's like big companies that are really focused on diversity, um, like airlines, for example. We travel a lot, creating more of like a travel-esque business show, um, like American Airlines or, you know, Southwest is a great company. Um, who else? American Express, we're, we're looking at potentially doing something with them, hopefully. So, yeah, I mean, any, any brand that's like we we want to be a part of what you're doing, you know, with that aren't, you know, harming the world in some obvious way would be great. And I ask this because I truly believe that like the more you say it and the more you speak about it, like it, 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 it's interesting that we, there's only four of us here, but, but like the connections that we all have between like all of us, I think it it goes beyond this room and uh, you'd be surprised. I mean, it's uh, uh, you'll have somebody listening to this and be like, "Man, like that'd be great." You yeah, know? yeah. I'm, that's pretty much how everything has ever happened. The yeah. connections, or you know, some relationship that you had that was positive and then turned into something big. Like I'll, this is kind of a cool story. Um, so when I was at T-Mobile in their marketing department, um, our I was just like a low-level marketing manager, and our CMO, her name's Denny Post. She, our CMO at the time, her name was Denny Post. Just like this dynamic, cool woman, knew everyone's name. Like, she kind of took a liking to me, I think, and thought mm-hmm. I was like, doing a good job. Anyway, so she left and went off on her journey. We became Facebook friends probably, I don't know, five, six years ago. And she ended up becoming the CEO of Red Robin. Oh, and nice. so when she had just kind of seen stuff that I'd been posting and had been kind of following along, I noticed she'd like things here and there. And then got a direct message from her a few years ago. It's like, I love this Dude Be Nice project thing we should totally do something. And she's like, we'd love to sponsor one. And we gave her like, I mean, we lost money on that first one. It, we spent a lot out of our pocket, but that turned into, you know, a six figure partnership that, that, you know, continues to this day. Nice. So it's those connections. And I just was always, you know, nice to her. She was nice to me. And here we are. Unlimited fries for life. Yeah. No, man. Do you know how many Red Robin French fries I've eaten in my life? It's crazy. We actually celebrated a potato farmer that is, that, uh, in Washington that, uh, that has like this American dream kind of story. Um, his name's Jorge. And, uh, we, we went up there and celebrated him with his family. He's just this nice. cool. He has an amazing like path to the U S from Mexico. And anyway, but we got to go into the potato fields where the potatoes for the fries are made. And nice. it was wow. pretty, pretty cool. So we just drop your name at any Red Robin and they'll, they'll give us know some me, free man. Fries. No, they're going to give you the bill. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you're back. Yeah, like, no. He owes us this much. Yeah. <laughs> you paid for the first fries and yeah. then the next one will be free. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, they're, they're, uh, they've been great. And it's a perfect partnership because their values, like they literally have burger values that align with exactly what we're about. So brands like that are perfect. No, I was going to say, I mean, it, it, it's a big – Again, just positive reinforcement, right? Yep. Uh, being in a positive men- mental state, it it, it could go. It, it applies to any any type of business, right? Or, or yeah, I say business because you're right. You, you get into these corporate uh, businesses, and it's always talking. You're you're always talking about the financials, right? Mm-hmm. Whether you're doing good or bad. Um, and we talk about the culture in in the office, um, and that could go in any direction. But when you have something that's very like neutral and and uplifting, 
uh, where anybody could participate, yeah. it, it, it's contagious. I yeah. mean, it, it just makes sense, you know. And there's value for business to get a, be a part. Like, if you care about ROI, like, you can, yeah. you're part of good stuff. It pays off. People want to be a part of that. So it's like you can choose to, you know, make a commercial with, like, I don't know, borderline pornography or, yeah. you know, do something with us. Yeah. You know, what's your choice? Yeah. Yeah. And I think you it breeds more of that. Yeah. So the more of that culture of, you know, dude, be nice, it brings more of that yeah. and more of that. And it's, you know, and, and if you have bad stuff in there, it yeah. almost kind of weeds it out. Totally. Because people don't, you know, they if you're really you. positive and happy, yeah. people that are not so excited uh, yeah. about life don't want to be around that. Mm-hmm. So. And I think we, we're trying to create, like, cultures of recognition at businesses. And that's, like, a lot of companies we've worked with, like, they just really – amplified that and it's amazing when people that have been at companies for years finally kind of feel a little bit appreciated they like it be, they become a new person you know yeah they all of a sudden their work i think even though they've been working hard they you know just they feel appreciated that's a big deal again that, that's that's i think the reason why i say it works for that type of envir- environment uh, but like again i guess for any environment right it's, it's once you give that true recognition uh, and in our case now, that it, it could all go on the net and yeah. it'll stay there forever. Yeah. I mean, to be able to have that long-lasting recognition is, yeah. is pretty cool. And that's a cool thing about the internet. You never know, like every, you never know you're, when you're going to wake up and all of a sudden one of your videos is like popping again for whatever reason. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like we've had a we had a video that was on YouTube for you know six months or whatever. Got had about fifty thousand views, and I woke up one morning and it had six million. Nice. You know, it's like, why? I don't know. But it's pretty cool to see how that just happens just organically sometimes. How, how would you know? Is, I mean, in the YouTube world, do you get notifications? Notifications. Get and, and our videos, when our videos really take off, it has a direct impact on our sales, like T-shirts, right? Oh, okay. So, like, that video, I remember that video started taking off. We, we released it in August. I don't, I don't know. Let's call it 2015. Did Okay. December 1st, 2015, so a few months later, I guess it was, all of a sudden we woke up and, like, our sales were just, like, every second, bing, 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 I'm like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. And because people were seeing me and some of the students wear Dude Be Nice shirts in this video, and they're like, that's cool. They found us on the Internet, and it was during the holiday season, and it, like, didn't stop for 30 days. Nice. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how, you know, it's just like this direct impact on our yeah, merch, on, on which is cool. And like, yeah, like one of the coolest things that's happened recently is, um, did you guys watch Queer Eye? I don't know if you watch Queer Eye, mm-hmm. huge show on, huge show on Netflix. Um, and Veronica on our team, she had sent their team a care package with Doobie Nice stuff. And, uh, like season five, or what's season three, episode five. Anyway, the latest season just came out on Netflix and all of a sudden, we start getting all these sales, like, what the heck's going on? And he, Karamo, one of the guys, main characters in the show, really cool guy, he, he's wearing our Dude Be Nice shirt on the show. And so it's crazy, I mean, even now, like how that directs, directly impacts your sales. Because he embodies it, he's yeah. like the perfect brand ambassador, yeah. and then it's crazy. Like we had, we, we were so, we've already sold out like three cycles of that shirt that he's wearing. Nice. Which is cool. Do you guys ever have uh, events where you're bringing ambassadors like that to maybe speak to a bigger audience? Um, yeah. I mean, our goal would be to have those, like like I said, like a war chest of people yeah. that can go speak depending the on the Center. audience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've got to speak at some pretty big events. I spoke in Texas to about 
8,500 people. Wow. Oklahoma once was about 5,000 people. Wow. Um, but honestly, I get more I get more nervous doing this like with like three people in the room <laughs> than I do there. It's weird. I don't know why. Is it because you? I mean, the audience is so big you can't. I don't, I don't know. I can't. There's, the there's some psychological or... <laughs> like study why but i can get like amped about that and be on and then yeah. i'll be like in a one-on-one coffee and be super you're like awkward yeah. and weird. Yeah. knock over know. the coffee yeah it's weird i don't know i don't know what it is do you, do you customize a message to uh specific people or, or, or yeah, companies I, or brands or it's been cool when you speak like um, do you have a shirt that says remo be nice no like, oh yeah we can <laughs> actually one of the biggest parts of our business is like i was saying like ocean view or lucerna these schools that and we customize our shirts so your school name or your organization let's say i don't know what what's a what's a business um chicken coop right chicken coop dude be nice shout out to chicken coop i ate there for lunch um so we customize and people buy it in bulk so schools organizations because it's cool when you every when everyone's wearing a dude be nice shirt like yeah. literally i wish someday hopefully we can like quantify this but there's a whole different vibe on a campus or at a, a, a job site or whatever so like ocean view has in murphy ranch uh leffingwell they all have shirts a granada that say their school name their colors and, and our brand and they're official and they buy them through us and they buy them in bulk nice. so it's pretty cool so, like, last year, I think, like, 25,000 people, you know, bought shirts of custom across the U.S., which is crazy. What's the minimum order? Uh, 24. 24, okay. Yeah. Remo, let's, let's put something together, man. We'll give, you, gonna, we'll give, you, we'll give gonna... you a Whittier discount, 5%. Right. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. 1% yeah. back today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's cool. I mean, we see these, we see these shirts everywhere. It's nice. crazy. Like, I've been, I've been in airports. I've been in, I've been in gosh, Everywhere. And it's so, like, do you go up to the people and say, nice shirt? Yeah, a lot of times. Indirectly? And yeah. I say, thank you for supporting us. And I mean, I don't, I'm not like, I'm the CEO. Yeah. It's like, that's cool. I, I like your shirt. I just compliment them. Yeah. And just walk away. It's, it's cool. Yeah. There's a kid on my plane last year, you know, wearing a dude be nice hat. And it was just like sitting like two seats behind me. It was pretty cool. Reach over and do a selfie. Yeah. I, I said, can I take a picture with you? She's like, why? And I was like, I just know someone that works I'm there. I'm a little creepy. <laughs> I know someone that, yeah, I was like, I'm an old guy, you're a teenager, this is weird, but yeah. just can I please take a picture with you? Um, yeah, so it's pretty cool. And stickers are everywhere. What's what's the next uh, phase for you guys? Tell more stories, man. We're working on, I told you I went to Africa. We're working on a new series where we highlight um, entrepreneurs like doing positive things in their community. Um, but like all over the world, not just in the obvious places where people build businesses. Um, so my goal would be to find a partner or sell it as like a TV show and do that. Like if I could, if I could, if I could travel with my family and like the people tightest with me and make it like a work trip at the same time, that's like ultimate goal in life, which has been cool. I think you're onto something. And the reason why I say that is, is you remember that that whole house makeover yeah. uh, project, yeah. extreme home makeover. There yep. you go. It, yep. It's exactly the. I, well, I should say it's exactly the same thing, but it, it, the the feelings you get after watching something totally. like that is so awesome. Yeah, like that and it's it, cool. it could become something. And the goal is always how do we get the community involved in it yeah. as well? You know, because if they if they participate and feel empowered to be a part of that, that's how you change the culture of a place and a community. When you like do good things together, it's, it's a pretty powerful thing, you know? And that story lives on and on and on, on forever. And on. Yeah. Like that's a cool thing. My kids, they'll be able to, again, whether dude be nice is dead tomorrow or continues on like they'll, when they YouTube, you know, 
or whatever platform they're on 20 years from now, like they'll get to see that stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So when when somebody calls you, do you answer the phone? Do be nice. Yeah. And they're nice. like, what? 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 Like, I'm just calling you. I'm just like, calling. Yeah. <laughs> How I mean, do you know who I am? Hopefully they're calling. They kind of know. They kind of know the deal. But it's, it's funny. I when I when I answer the phone sometimes, I'm like, that sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, uh, what? Yeah. But uh, like, you don't know me. You don't know me. <laughs> don't judge me. Yeah. I am nice. Yeah. Well, it's funny though. <laughs> I'll, I'll, and we have to wrap. I. Uh, we, we had to update some information at our bank, Citibank, the other day, and we kept getting these calls from this guy, and, you know, I was kind of like forward, 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 and finally I got this guy, and I was kind of – I wasn't the nicest guy, right? <laughs> and he's like, hey, he's like, hey, you need to change – you know, your account's going to be closed, or you need to you need to up, make these updates. And I was like, how do I know you're like a real person, <laughs> you know? I was just kind of being not that nice to him, right? He's this poor guy just doing his job. He's like, oh, and by the way, Mr. Kamlich – I love your videos. Like I, I've been the biggest fan for a long time, and I'm like, oh, like sorry, man. Like sorry, I was such a jerk. Like I'll send you a th- shirt. Thank you. I'll send you something. But you never. So you never know. Like that's why it's important just to like try to be cool to everyone because yeah. you never know how how Especially your paths are going to paths are going to cross. So yeah. Yes. Yes. This town and this age. I mean, oh, everybody yeah. has a video camera with you, and and it's yes. just, everyone's connected one way or another. That's right, man. That's yep. right. The last thing we want is is uh, is you, the the news is going to be like CEO of uh, Dude Be Nice was not nice today. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I mean, that's like my. I mean, I'm not perfect. Like, I I get it wrong, but I think most of the time I like truly am interested in other people and try to be try to be cool to people. So yeah. um, hopefully you'll never see that. <laughs> hopefully you'll never see that on the user. It's going to be a goodbye, Dude Be Nice. Yeah. Dude Be awesome. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, start a new brand. New yeah. brand, <laughs> dude. Don't don't do what I did. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, we got some woodier questions for you. Yeah. Um, toughest toughest questions of the day here. All right. So when you're grabbing a bite to eat or maybe uh, some dinner, what are some of your go to spots? Oh man, you mentioned the chicken coop. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like I like the chicken coop. You know, I, being in this building. Um, I, I go to Mr. Sandwich a lot, and I just I, I forget what, what's the guy's name that owns Mr. Sandwich. He's always he's just a, I just like him. He's a well, nice he's guy. A new guy, right? Or you mean the guy behind the? Uh... Yeah, register. He owns it, right? Or no? Anyways, Mr. Sandwich, and their, their staff's go, always sandwich. super nice um, to get a good sandwich. I like his abu for lunch as well. Um, just like I, I tend to go to places where people make you feel welcome. It's yeah. like a pretty simple concept, yeah. you know. Even if the food's not perfect, you're like, at least I feel like yeah. you know they want me here. Yeah. Um, so I like to go there um, for lunch. D- David is uh, the guy who's yeah. making the sandwiches. Yeah, David, and then the guy behind the register. What's his name? I always forget. Oh. I don't know. He knows my name though, so there I should know go. his. I'm, that's <laughs> not cool. Um, uh, for dinner, we like to go. I mean, I, I I love a good bottle room burger. Flight the is great as well. Um, yeah. And if there's uh, something that you think is missing in, in the city, maybe something you go. Don't forget to mention about your fries, because. Uh, oh yeah, I love. Um, we do go. To, we, my daughter loves Red Robin, so we go there all the time. I love Red Robin too, but that's her jam. Yeah. Um, if something's something that's missing, skate, that you- Skateland. Skateland's missing. We need a new skating rink in Whittier. Kids need that memory to get their yeah. hearts broken, like I got, because yeah. <laughs> no one would hold my hand. Yeah. <laughs> well, you they just will fall by yourself. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they will, but yeah. yeah. It was your buddy picking yeah. you up, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll say like a skate, like a skating, something, a skating rink. Stick with that. And what's uh, one of your fondest memories of uh, Whittier? Oh my gosh, I have, I have a ton of good memories from Whittier. Fondest memories. Um, 
I will say probably my fondest memories are when I was a senior in high school, I had a really good group of friends and like a lot of us partied the party thing early on. And we kind of just were like, you know what? Like we're kind of over that senior year. And so we like, we would get together and play a game. We called it funny. And we just like, let it, your job was to make other people laugh. If you laughed out loud, you'd had to get, you'd have to be up on stage. And so those guys are still, they're all Whittier guys, still some of my best friends today. They've all had like amazing careers, Adam Snyder is part of that group. He played for the 49ers for eight seasons. Um, my friend Aaron Schaefer, he's a cop in San Luis Obispo. Nick Alarcon, Lee Preen. We have a bunch of guys that, like Bobby Solomon, a bunch of guys, Richard Alvarez, Chris Alvarez, Mike Miller, all these guys that used to play. Don't, don't leave any of them out. I know, man. I'm thinking, <laughs> we have a group text that we're always just making fun of each other, so I don't want to make sure I want to make sure I don't forget anybody. But, uh, yeah, just playing games. Was was there anybody in that group that like like you go back and you're like man um, this dude be nice sure would have been good for you way back when me a lot of times yeah, <laughs> really? yeah no depending yeah there's definitely people that I'm like I wish I wish I wish dude be nice was like more a thing when I was in high school but like yeah. when I share my story I talk about times that I'm not proud of like a yeah. kid that came to our school we were just like mean to him you know yeah. he ended up leaving our high school because we were such jerks and then you know but there's other stories of you know me bringing someone under our, my wing or my friend's wing who you know wasn't you know didn't feel like they were the coolest kid or was having a bad experience and being like hey we're gonna make it better for you so I have both of those for sure and with technology nowadays, that dude be nice is gonna be a more dude be nice online, right? Like it's yeah. I mean that's that's where kids, that's where kids are the meanest. Not just kids. I take that back. Adults yeah. are the probably well, worst yeah. <laughs> uh, to each other online. We call it keyboard courage, where yeah. you, you say things you would never say to that's someone true. in, in yeah. real life, but you've got this courage to do it behind the yeah. keyboard and that stuff. Like kid people are like kid. That's no joke. Kids are like killing themselves yeah. because of that. Like. Yeah suicide among teenagers is pretty high statistic and it's yeah. scary because kids are being told literally go kill yourself or yeah. you know being bullied so bad in that space it's it's pretty tough or a kid's picture gets taken you know at a party or whatever or um you know someone sends a private photo to each other and then that goes viral on a campus like that stuff's scary and can like really mess people up yeah no tough times man tough times but there's good exciting. things happening yeah. too exciting times. that's right that's right there's a lot of kid i think kids are pretty pretty awesome these days they care a lot about each other so i think that we're gonna be all right yeah last thing yeah if if you uh could give some advice to a kid who's listening um what would you say to kind of get his dude be nice on um i'm not gonna give advice to like a kid that's like a punk i guess (laughs) because i mean there's room for that too but i like if there was a kid if there's a kid listening that like feels lonely, like this is the worst time in their life, like you know, no one sees them, like they don't matter. Um, I think I just want them to hear and believe that they do, because there's a lot of kids out there that are struggling with things, you know, whether it be their sexual orientation or um, their just identity in general. And I think I'd want those kids just to know, like it's gonna be all right. You're you matter, and um, you know, people like myself will hire you someday in a job and we'll look out for you, um, you know, to make sure that you feel loved. Nice. Yeah. And be nice. And be nice. Treat people like it's not that hard. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Do you have advice 
I do, and, and it's the same advice I tell my kids when they wake up and when they go to sleep. It's yeah. like treat others the way you want to be treated. Yeah, golden rule. Um, and, and it's big because uh, especially nowadays with, like, so much stuff that is going on at school, even though they're not connected through the Internet every day or, or, or the way we do as adults, they get some stuff through that is just like, man, like, that's just not the way you treat people, yeah. you know? And so, um, so that's my thing is just you know remembering that that it's it's a big it's a big deal, man. Yeah, you know? so. I would say mine might be you know when you live in gratitude. Yeah, I think that's a you know so so it's I know it's sometimes it's tough to be grateful for when you realize when you feel like you don't have it, but um, you know for me every time I've traveled and some of the third world countries I've been to, you see people's situation and you come back here and it's like we you know live in paradise, yeah. mm-hmm. and so yeah. I think. A lot of that is just living in gratitude, um, even though it might be tough at that time. You know, the, the sun will always come up. So yeah, that's yeah, right. we're pretty fortunate to live in this country, even with all the the, the craziness that's happening. Yeah. There's no yeah. doubt. My dad's an immigrant, actually, from Mexico, so he's kind of inst- believe it or not, and uh, he always instilled that in me. Like, yeah. dude, I was so lucky that my family took that risk to 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 bring me to this country. With all of our issues, you know, we're we're pretty fortunate to have the opportunity we have here that's why so many people want to come here because mm-hmm. you can still do whatever you want no matter who you are where you come from yep. your parents are immigrants right yep. from where uh, my no. mom yeah from mexico yeah. yes yeah. cool yeah. same and again it's 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 one of those things where like if if you if they would have never taken that chance and uh do what they've done for us i mean i don't know where the hell we would be yeah. then I mean, and who knows? Yeah. I would have been in the same situation they are right. in now, which is coming over, and right. you know. Yeah. Um, but it all it all comes down to what you decide to do once you're here, right. or once you've seen that opportunity open yeah. up. Yeah. My my parents migrated. My dad left, uh, and I and I have this letter saved. So my dad got this letter of recommendation, which is a really inspiring thing. He was 47 years old. He started off um, as a an engineer. I'll just read it because I think yeah, it's yeah, the coolest yeah. where thing Where did they come from? Egypt. Egypt. So this is a letter when my dad left the, the, the country. His employer wrote this letter so he can get a job here. And so the letter says, uh, Cairo Ice and Refrigeration hereby certifies that engineer Marco Said graduated electrical engineering from Facility of Engineering in Al-Shaham University. Uh, has joined our company as of September 1996. He graduated in a position beginning as an engineer in the technical department till he reached the position of general director of uh, technological affairs. He left the country on his own request. And that's at 47, leaving with four boys coming to America. So you were were born in in Egypt? Egypt? Yeah. And my dad came after giving up that position to come work in a convenience store for like crazy hours, him and my mom, until... You know, so how how old were you? And no pay, six. right? Like you were six. six yeah. yeah. So you didn't speak English at all. Uh, we there was some English and then some e- 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 was it ESL yeah. classes and uh, so but but uh, you know again coming from gratitude the, one of the the scariest or that pivotal 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 moment is I was I sixteen seventeen years old and my dad in a convenience store and it was up the street he got robbed. Hmm. And the ambulance and the cops had come over because uh, something happened. And since at that point, it was like, you know, if you don't realize the opportunity that you have here and what was given up for you to have that opportunity, 
you you know it's it's um, yeah it's pretty powerful to have gone through that and just see what someone sacrificed. So it's yeah. So uh, going back yeah. to it, it's beating it's per- it's perspective. Yeah, you know, yeah. like. I, like one of my favorite perspectives, um, just speaking about gratitude, and I got this from um, Remo's wife, Eva Macias, who has Wealthy Wednesdays at 7 p.m. You can go to at Eva Macias on Instagram or at Eva Macias on Facebook. Shout out to Eva. But anyway, um, there was a, you know, she had a video talking about bills. Like, you know, how many of you hate paying your bills? Where do you pay your bills? You know, but the, you know, so I had said, like, man, I hate paying my bills. Like, I hate it. Who, who likes being an adult and who likes having bills? Well, I like my phone. I like my car. You know, I like all of these special things yeah. that I have the ability to afford, right? Right. So it's coming from that place of gratitude, like shifting your perspective. Um, and, yeah, going that way with life. And I would agree with what all of you said um, with your advice, you know, to give to people. It's like, uh, you know, the golden rule is about perspective, isn't it? Yeah. So, totally. Totally. So, yeah. That's like the word of the year for me, perspective. Just mm-hmm. like going to Africa and, you know, just – it helps you shape your perspective. That's why you got to go more places, talk to more people. Mm-hmm. And and that's key because I think that's what shapes us as individuals, but also what, what kind of maps us out in terms of the future. Because uh, without those experiences, uh, I, I think we'll, we would end up in the same position that we originally started with and not really going anywhere. So yeah. um, like in Remo's case, he wouldn't have never been Mr. Remo the realtor. Well, I'll share with you one last quote because you said Wait, that. Who, who, who coined that term, Remo the Realtor? Um, I, I mean, Remo is the first four letters. of My name is Ramon, like, mm-hmm. and it's spelled R-E-M-O-U-N. And my nephews couldn't pronounce it when they were, they were just butcher. And so it was Remo was easier and for the last 10 years. And so it was just I mean, real estate, and it just kind of rolls off the tongue. It works. And, yeah. It's branding, man. Yeah. Love it. But it's funny because after I met this guy, when I pick up the phone or I talk to somebody, I'm like, it's Jesse the architect. Like, it's just – like, it was I'm impressed with Dude Be Nice Guy. Yeah. <laughs> For most people don't even know my first name. They're just, oh, that's the Dude Be Nice Guy. Yeah. I mean, I guess it could be worse. Yeah. <laughs> as, as long as like me, they're like – the architect's your last name? I'm like, no. <laughs> you should on, change your associates. Like Meta World Peace. Just yeah, change, exactly. <laughs> change your last name to the realtor. That'd be epic. Yeah. I think that's copyrighted? Trademark? Maybe. Trademark. What are you yeah. going to say, Remo? But if it's your name, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. That's a, so when you said about – so this quote that I saved a couple days ago, the reasonable man adopts, adapts himself to the world. The unreasonable uh, one persists in trying to adopt the world to himself. Therefore, all progress depends on the unreasonable man. Mm. Nice. So, I say that as a, uh, we're just throwing up good stuff everywhere. No, so. I know that's <laughs> stopping gems. I love it. I was gonna say, man, that's awesome. I mean, maybe this—that's episode two. You know, that we yeah. get back together and we just go into like well, more of. I don't a, have to go very far. There you yeah. go. Yeah, listening. <laughs> we'll just open up a little Other hole. Jeez, right <laughs> that'd be cool. We'll make a yeah. hole and just get it going, dude. I, anytime you want a Topo Chico, if speak this is a brand I want to sponsor. Dude, be nice. I there do you go. guys uh, like Topo yeah. Chico? Yeah, yeah I haven't had a bottle. Water. Dude, I mean, uh, come on, you're Mexican. Deli up. Yeah, I've been never having it. Yeah, the Deli up, local this is, fixture. This is the this is the jam, man. It's uh it's mineral water, but it's from the like springs of Monterey, Mexico. I feel like a I don't know. They have it at Vallarta. Yeah. That's where I got it. it Eight ninety nine. Yep, yep, that's right. Eight ninety nine for a twelve pack. For a twelve. That's a good deal, Vallarta. Keep that going. I drink like four of them a day. It's really bad. I mean, I mean, I guess it's not Coke. (laughs) Yeah. 
Do you ever use a soda machine? Like where you... The soda stream or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, soda stream. No, I haven't done it. Is oh, it good? We have, oh, because we, we used to drink Perrier all the time yeah. and we would pop it's expensive. Yeah. yeah. And so that thing is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to yeah. put one at the office and we have one at the house. I mean, just in the car. Dude, <laughs> I, this stuff, I used to hate mineral water as a kid and now I just like yeah. pound it. It's yeah. my jam. It's an expensive habit. Yeah. It's, it's like a good habit, habit, man. Yeah. It's a good habit. Well... Um, Thank you. And uh, how do yeah? How do uh, people find you on social um, media? Yeah, or so check out our videos, uh, our Dude Be Nice videos. You can just go to lots of places. Uh, DudeBeNice dot com is where you can like, get shirts and watch some of our videos. Uh, Instagram is at DudeBeNiceLA. Um, some kid in Morocco has at DudeBeNice and won't give it up without no. us like paying him. So we're like, we'll just stick with the LA. Um, and uh, or on Facebook, just search DudeBeNice. And then on YouTube, you can watch all our videos. Just Search Dude Be Nice and you'll find them. You'll find our page. I think it's official Dude Be Nice. Nice. Yeah. Right. And I have my own Instagram, but it's just like a bunch of pictures of my kids in my garden, so you don't need to follow that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, awesome, man. Thank Appreciate you so much you for coming, coming on. on and yeah, thanks for having me. I'm glad we finally made it work. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I like it. It's nice for you guys to do this. It's cool. Yeah, thank you. We'll, we'll have to do it again. Cool. That's I'm nice. down. Anytime. There you Fun. go. Done. Thank you. Bye, Woodier. See you later, Woodier. <laughs>